Welcome to Wendy Says Things. I'm recording this a little early because I am in the process of moving back to my place and I'm not sure how settled I'll be on Monday when I normally record my podcast segments. So I wanted to talk a little bit about savoring the day because one thing, um, some of you know that I work in elder care and one of the things that I've noticed that I really admire about some of the people that I work with is their ability to take joy from the small everyday things that some of us take for granted because comparatively our lives are very easy. We're mobile or independent and we're able to do things for ourselves and so we take for granted uh, these experiences but when your life is um, that's, how do you say, how do you say it? Cause I want to say like reduced or restricted, but that's not really true. But when your experiences perhaps are reduced or restricted comparatively, um, then your sources for experience are similarly reduced. So finding joy in those small things like is something we can all learn from to slow down a little bit and appreciate these things that occur to all of us and are part of the human experience but that we neglect to pay attention to because we have such a wide variety of experiences that are happening all the time. Things that we are doing um, and it's kind of savoring the day is like stopping to smell the roses, but it's so much more than that because it's taking the time and it's making choices to have things to savor. And one of the things, for instance, that um, people, I, I have a chronic condition I have to eat a very specific diet. Sometimes I get really angry about having to have such a restricted diet. I'm like, you know, I wish I could go eat out fast food all the time with no consequences. You know, I I had some chocolate cake yesterday and I woke up, I had two pieces of chocolate cake yesterday and I woke up and my eyes are all puffy. I know this is going to happen to me because I, I can't just eat white flour chocolate cake without it having a negative effect on me that's noticeable so I have to eat super healthy the rest of today and tomorrow to offset the consequences of having eaten two pieces of chocolate cake last night which I do not regret because it was fabulous fabulous totally worth it but yeah I woke up my eyes are all puffy I feel gummy and like chocolate cake hangover kind of <laughs> congested beautiful so it's uh, so I savored every bite of that chocolate cake because I know that I can't have it very often but the other thing that happens is that the meal so to to keep myself really healthy I have a, a protocol food protocol that I follow because following it makes me feel magnificent and deviating from it makes me feel like garbage. And so I choose to feel magnificent most of the time instead of like garbage by adhering to my strict food protocol. <laughs> but what I've realized is that 
I savor that food. It's so delicious. And when people see pictures of it, they're like, oh my gosh, that looks fabulous. And I'm like, yeah, I said I eat this meal about 360 days out of the, well, probably less than that, 340 days out of the year. Maybe I take, there are days that I don't. There are days that I substitute, you know, a burger, a homemade burger uh, for that meal so that I can have like a semblance of like almost going out to eat. <laughs> because <laughs> it's fast it's actually just as fast to make a burger at home from a frozen from a really good quality frozen patty than it is to like I drive get in the car and drive to the fast food place wait in line make the order pay the five dollars for it and it's cheaper too so it's good for my budget it's better for my body because I know exactly what's in it I have you know hand whole grain burger buns and fresh lettuce and etc and so forth so I learned to savor this food you know I I flavor it differently this way and that way but the crux of it the structure of it remains the same like 350 days out of the year I have a brown rice with broccoli and a source of meat whether it's chicken or beef and some cashews that's my meal and I eat that just about every day and to keep it from being boring, I change up the spices in it, I change up the herbs in it, um, and it's delicious. And I feel magnificent. I can be feeling like garbage, and I'll be like, and I don't really want to make food, but I figured out a way to make it so that it's really relatively easy um, to prepare because the rice is already cooked, and I cut up the broccoli ahead of time and store it all cut up and ready to go. The meat's already, you know, I cook the meat, you know, I, I brown it and then I cook it and so then sometimes I cut it up ahead of time and sometimes I just cut it up in the pan. But anyway, it's all pre-prepared except for the broccoli, which is how I start. I start with some butter, I put in the broccoli and I put in some herbs and spices and I some water on that and bring that to a boil anyway it's and then I throw the rest of the stuff in to heat it up in the pan so it's basically a skillet meal it's all homemade I eat that about five or six times a week and I savor every bite and I prepare to savor it you know I look forward to it because I know that if I follow this I feel magnificent and I'm tired of feeling like garbage I don't want to feel like garbage I want to feel magnificent I want to have the energy to do things in my life I want to take the time to eat a meal that's healthy for me and makes me feel good. And so what I've noticed working in elder care is that the people who are really who I who I really find inspiring are people who are taking this amazing joy from their food. And you think well, okay, yeah, you know, I like food. But a lot of people, they eat food. It's like the idea of just eating is like, they're not savoring every bite. They're just like shoveling it in. And, and I'm talking about this savoring this bite, anticipating the next bite, and learning to live life this way, not just with food, but with moment to moment, like, building in these moments to savor.
Hi, I want to thank you for listening to Wendy Says Things. Um, if you're a listener who has been listening for a while and have gotten any benefit out of it, or if you're a brand new listener, welcome to the world of Wendy Says Things. It's been a long journey, a rough journey for me to get to a point where I could put the thoughts that I have in my head kind of out there for greater consumption. And I really appreciate uh, the support from listeners and from my friends and family who have encouraged me to share my thoughts about stuff. Um, This is where I normally put a ad for Anchor, which I really appreciate. Um, They're run by Spotify and work with Spotify to distribute the podcast, but um, I wanted to take a minute just to ask and to request that if you have enjoyed episodes of Wendy Says Things, please share or recommend my podcast to somebody else. Consider being a monthly sponsor or making a one-time gesture of support on the monetary means. Um, I would appreciate it. Let me know if you've done any of those things, especially the sharing, commenting, Um, Always appreciated, and thank you for listening to Wendy Says Things. Back to the show. Of working with people, seeing someone, you know, saying something or, or singing to somebody or you know, helping out with something in a way that makes their just whole face brighten up is really kind of incredible. And, and when we build a life full of moments that can be savored and we anticipate the upcoming events in our life, even if they're challenging, because, you know, you want to say, well, yeah, that's fine, but I have this rough thing or I have this tough thing to deal with. And I'm thinking back to when I was an athlete Um, I competed in gymnastics, I played basketball, all kinds of physical athletic stuff, Um, diving at the pool and that sort of thing. And things that are hard and challenging, you know, your mindset really can affect it. You can be like, oh man, this is terrible and I have to face this. Or you can look look at it like a challenge, like a competition or, and I don't mean competing with other people, but like a personal challenge. Like, I have this big, tough challenge in front of me, and I'm going to prepare to do it. I'm going to savor the preparation of it. I'm going to put in this hard work, this extra research, this, you know, whatever it would take. Like, for an equestrian, you know, you might do sit-ups and leg lifts and resistance training for your legs and hands and whatever, um, upper body building, because equestrian sports are whole body workout, similar to swimming. And so you're going to do extra to fine-tune your body to be prepared for an upcoming challenge, like a dressage show or a jumping event. And in a similar way, no matter what the challenges that you are facing out there in the distance, there are steps, perhaps, that can be taken to prepare for it. And you can exercise that, you know, things that you might be able to say, research to draw on, make it an overall strategy and then figuring out what tactics you're going to use to implement that strategy and so it's getting a broader vision of what the goal is and making the smaller steps 
one by one to prepare yourself for the challenge you have. And you can savor that. So you can look at your life as, as these challenges that it's terrible that you have to face or understand that everyone faces terrible challenges in their life at some point. And when you bring that savoring aspect to it, that anticipatory aspect of that, that forward-looking, I'm going to be prepared for the things that are coming my way. And of course, of course, things are going to happen that, you know, you don't expect. Like, boy, you walk out and your car won't start. You know, well, okay, so now it hasn't started. What do you do? The longer that is spent ranting and raving because the car won't start versus figuring out a solution, figuring out how to fix that right now. That, that's the difference between when you can get back on the road. So, that's a tough one though. Letting go of that kind of initial emotional response to things not working out. So, for me, for this year, uh, I'm thinking about trying to expand how I savor things. Um, trying to expand how I anticipate upcoming events in my life that are both good and or challenging and how do I prepare, how do I better prepare myself for the goals I want to accomplish by setting myself to the task of, of that kind of preparation. So, you now I'm interested to know uh, for people who are listening how do you savor the things in your life and how do you prepare for challenges and if you have any thoughts or additional insights into this I would love to hear from it and maybe I can come back to you know if I get some good ideas and um, I can come back to this topic a little bit later but I don't really have much more to say about that I, I don't think except that every day I try to find something to that I can really enjoy and I can acknowledge in the moment I'm really enjoying this whether it's a hot shower whether it's a good meal whether it's you know the kind of rush of adrenaline for like oh boy I'm almost late <laughs> um but I'm gonna make it <laughs> it's gonna be okay or you know an excellent piece of chocolate I'm looking here I have some caramel salted dark chocolate that I'm anticipating trying a little bit later. Maybe not today, maybe tomorrow. The longer I don't eat it, the longer I have to savor it. So, oh, that comes to the second thing. So I'm just going to say this really quick, that sometimes just the anticipation of something positive has the same effect of actually experiencing that thing. And, and the research on that is really quite interesting. So... I wonder how far we can really take that. If we anticipate good things happening to us, they don't actually have to happen. It's almost like if we can imagine good things happening to us, we enjoy this moment that we're in even more just by kind of anticipating that in the future good things are going to happen to us. And it's not really a, den it's not a denial of like, here's the situation I'm in right now, which is garbage. Because if you're in a garbage situation, I would honestly say don't anticipate future good things happening to you as much as I would you know, challenge you to do the strategy and tactics to try to kind of get out of the garbage situation. But 
even while you're doing that strategy and tactic planning and anticipating that if I take these steps or implement this strategy or do these tactics, my situation will improve and savor the improvement of the situation and anticipate that things can and will improve. I wonder what kind of changes that would actually render in real time. So I don't know, that's what I'm thinking about this week and I'm going to uh, schedule this to go out on a Monday, even though I'm recording it here on a Thursday. So happy week for you. Also, don't forget to like, share, and comment. Pass this podcast around if it's meaningful to you at all. And thank you so much for listening to Wendy Says Things.